Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wonderful Wheel of Life and another international transmission of You Can't See Us with Starfire and Charlie. That's right, bitches. We're back, and we got a great guest tonight. A guest that's sure to open your mind to new experiences, new things, all things North Texas, all things Rangers, all things Texas Motor Speedway. Hello, hello. Captain Gillyweed. There once was a pirate captain who sailed the seven seas. He raped and pillaged every coastal village and they called him Gillyweed. Captain Gillyweed. Captain Gillyweed. That was my uh, phone message yesterday. Yeah, I called him and left him that message. Loved it. That's good. It never gets old. <laughs> It always stays new. Those three little words, please and thank you. It's kind of like the Friends theme song. I could just listen to it all day long. Is that I'll Be There For You? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. How long do you think if we sat you in a room, no other, no other sensory inputs, how long do you think you could listen to that song on repeat? How many times? How many uh, minutes? It, I, could, I, could, I could go quite a while. I, it's, it's, a, it's a phenomenal song. It's a great song. Who is that? Is that Chumbawamba? Do you know Chumbawamba broke up? Shut the fuck up. They'll, they'll get back up again, though. <laughs> they broke up. Yeah, huh? they broke up after, you know, whatever it was. Uh, I think it was like 30 years. 10 years of no hits. <laughs> yeah, 30 years and one hit. And 30, one 30 years? They were really together? They were together for a long time. Shit. I mean, good for them. What are we supposed to do? With our lives without Chumbawamba? Right. Yeah. I mean, if they need to break up, they need to break up. What does that mean to us? Gilly, what does that mean to you? I'm just thinking about the radio DJ who uh, I heard the story from the other day. He goes, well, some very sad news. Chumbawamba's breaking up. He goes, you might know him from such hits as, I get knocked down. And (laughs) that was it. Complete silence. Didn't they do that song like in another language or something? Well, where are they from? They're from Europe or something, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So they probably did it like in all those European languages. Chasing the night away. Or what is it? Something like that. I don't know. That's uh, that, that was a hit though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in the 90s. Chasing the 90s away. Yeah. That's what they did with that song. <laughs> the other song though, the Friends uh, theme song. Uh-huh. I was listening to 90s on 9 yesterday and that came on. It did? I was rocking out to it. Oh, yeah. You got to. You don't have a choice when it comes on. I, I was being facetious earlier. That's really a shitty song. <laughs> I don't want anybody out there to get the wrong. It's kind of like Breakfast at Tiffany's. And I said, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yeah, there's, she said, I think I... There's a lot of those pretty pretty annoying songs out there. Yeah. Like, or that one. <laughs> I thought that was Chumbawamba. No. That's uh, there's another Third Eye ch- there's, Blind. There's another Chumbawamba hit right there. That one... Yeah, Third Eye Blind covered that, didn't they? After Chumbawamba <laughs> <laughs> broke that. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Oh, the 90s were a good time for music. Especially 90s on pop. 9, that's where it's at, man. So what, what radio station is that? 90s on 9, Sirius XM. Oh. Might oh. give them a plug. Oh, wait, wait, wait. oh the space radio. This is fancy space yeah. radio. This is not Earth uh, radio. I, I was riding around in the Texas Motor Speedway truck. I get to drive it on Wednesdays, and they have uh, satellite radio in there. So. Do, you, do you drive it for any specific reason, or you just make sure it gets some... some, some are you the... 
What exactly do you do over at Texas yeah, Motor Speedway? Yeah, why don't you tell us about about your responsibilities at the Texas Motor Speedway? So are are you in charge of like fixing the races and stuff? Making sure, you know, Junior wins? <laughs> Dale Gribble. I mean, what's his name? Uh, I just call him Junior. Yeah. That way I, well, here's the thing. People will call me because I handle tickets, so I deal with our customers and stuff, and they'll start talking NASCAR to me, and I don't know one damn thing about NASCAR. I, I oh, just, we can't put that on the air, though, because you'll lose your job, right? Right. Yeah. The people at Texas Motor Speedway are well-versed in the world of NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. We can't let them know that you don't know anything about cars. Know anything or care about anything, NASCAR? I, you know, I never really got into it, but I, I could see where people could get into it, just like you could baseball or basketball or anything else. You know, it's, it's something that... It's a team sport, which I don't get. I don't get that either, really. Well, you got all the mother motherfuckers who are doing all the technical shit to the cars. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like each no. car, like two of the cars, team yeah. cars, like they're on teams. Oh, like uh, tour, like the bicycle shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. And like, you know, if somebody, they'll draft off of each other and do weird shit and do, I don't know, but I know there's teams. Yeah, I learned that from the, the Ricky Bobby Talladega yeah. Nights. Yeah. Shake and bake. Shake and bake, baby. Right. Yeah, I get that. But it's like, it's kind of, do they share the profits or what? No. Oh, so it's not really communist. I, I don't think so. No, that that would be un-American. Yeah, and NASCAR is pretty American. Right. You, you get, know, like the NFL shares profits. With the players? No, 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 no. with the teams. teams. With the teams. Uh, profit sharing, yeah. Yeah, profit sharing. I've, I've heard about that. So. That's pretty communist. Yeah, and ex- exactly. I'm the gonna, NFL is a socialist network. Yeah. <laughs> a socialist oh, league. The NFL's profits probably compared to NASCAR's are. I don't know. NASCAR's pretty big, isn't it? It's been down the last few years. Yeah. It's because it's so damn expensive to go to one of those yeah, things and watch people take left are, turns. Tickets are 100 bucks. It's 100 bucks to go to, to, to get seat. a good seat. Yeah, 120 actually. What about a bad seat? Bad seat, uh, backstretch, 40 bucks. 40 bucks for yeah. a bad seat. Yeah. Can I even see the cars? Not on, not on the whole track, just on what's like on a backstretch. So that's, that's, I just see the motherfucker whiz by me. There he was. There goes there Junior. Go. Yep, gone. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> I think he flipped me off. <laughs> wow. 40 bucks. Beer, for out the yeah. And so how much, how much is beer there? You can actually bring your own beer into Texas Motor Speedway. Shut oh. the fuck up. Oh, well, that's kind of, that might be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, you can bring anything, just no glass. You, it, can put, you can put whiskey in a bottle and bring it in. Anything. I can bring my crystal meth up there. They're not going to stop you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of uh, information here. I'm glad to be learning these things. Well, will you be uh, buying tickets for the November race now? Yeah. Can I, you? I know a guy that can set you up. November race. I have to wait till November. That's the next NASCAR race, yeah. Here. What do they do at that place when there's no races? There's a lot of other stuff. Dirt track races, drag races. We have Friday night drags. I feel like I'm plugging TMS way too much here. Those, no, that's all right. We need to, we, we need to hear this. And those uh, towers out right, there. Condo towers. Yeah, we those have the are, Speedway Club. Those I mean, are beautiful. It's like a country club out there. We have access to the golf course across the street. And you get married out there? Yep. Can really? you get married on the track? No. Can you shit on the track in any form or fashion? <laughs> Maybe late at night. I bet you could. How much does a ticket cost to shit on the track? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that like a cool 
five grand probably. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll talk later. Anybody wants to do that? It's an affordable five grand. Right. <laughs> have a way in. We'll work it out. So Jim, have you met any of the big racers? No, no. Any, I, I work there in the races, so I'm in the ticket office handling all the tickets. Oh, right on. But you probably see like Junior when he comes through to get his ticket to go to the race. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably go see him if I wanted to, but yeah. I tell you what, I hear, man, man I hear that, that, that Dale Earnhardt Jr., he's just like his daddy. He's just a down to earth country, just. I have heard that they're pretty nice guys. Yeah. I think that's why everybody likes them because they're. And Joe Biffle. Tony Stewart, is that his reputation? Nice. Joe Biffle? Yeah, I, I, I think that's a, one of the names of one of the people down there. Greg Biffle. Greg Biffle? There ain't no Joe Biffle? I think it's Greg Biffle. Greg Biffle? <laughs> Pretty sure he's like a three-time winner at TMS. Wow. All he, right. knows, he knows that track well. So that's what, that, so that's what the insiders called, is TMS. Uh, that's what I that's what I always called it too. I'm glad that I was correct in the, <laughs> in the nomenclature. It's a pain in the butt though because you'll get people to email you and like my email will be dgilligan at texasmotorspeedway.com. You got to write the whole thing out. They'll people don't know that they'll just do TMS. Uh, you get no emails. So if you want to email me at work, good to know. Now everybody knows your email. Yeah. You want that email out on the podcast? <laughs> Wait, can we, can we beat that out. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, man. This is, this is live. It's out there. Get your motor running. Head out of the highway. Looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way. Yeah, I gotta go make it happen. Leave the world in its own disgrace. Fire all your guns at once and explode into space. I like smoking lightning. So Grady Don just got off tour with Boxcar Bandits. How'd that go? Well, that was great, man. That uh, so like we were talking about the last time I was on, we yeah, you know, met up with them in in Lubbock. That was uh, that was yeah, a crazy it's, time. It's been a fellas. while since we've we didn't podcast last week, so it's been uh, yeah, we took the fourth off been a little little uh break here so we went to lubbock and we played with boxcar bandits well we went to amarillo first and then we we went and played golden light and then we went to lubbock and played with the old boxcar bandits and the dirty river boys yeah that was a fun show that was a fun night just yeah it was a good time cool environment you know the whole thing was it was fun it took a little while to get it going didn't it yeah it was hot you know yeah and then you know, it it was hot during the daytime, but then the sun went down. And I don't know if, if you guys know this, if you're aware of this, but everything gets hotter when the sun goes down. That's very Someone true. Someone told me that. Yeah. It was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I didn't want anybody to forget it because well, you got to be prepared. Yeah. Is that, like, is that Uncle Cracker? I have no idea, but I, I love the quote. Who is that, Gilly? Everything gets hotter when the sun goes down. I thought it was Kenny Chesney. I thought it was Kenny Chesney also. Okay, maybe it's Kenny Chesney. Maybe it's Kenny Chesney and Uncle Crapper. Cracker. Didn't they go on tour together or something? They maybe they did like a remix or something. So anyway, with, with that <laughs> with that information in mind, it did get a little bit hotter after the sun went. It down. did, but it was it was still a good time. It Shit was a got good hot. Show. Oh yeah, it was crazy. So yeah. yeah, we went from there to Albuquerque. We played this uh, Lacumbre 
Brewery in Albuquerque. Nice spot, man. La Cumbre. Yeah. We shouldn't play there. We should go drink some beer there, though. Okay. That uh-huh. sounds that sounds good. It's, you know, it's not that far of a drive. No. And uh, we always play with the same band in Albuquerque, the Squash Blossom Boys. Nice. I like um, that. Yeah, they're really cool. Good. It would be even cooler if they were the Squash, Squash Blossom. Blossom, Blossom Boys. <laughs> I'll talk to them about it. Yeah. They got a girl in the band now, so that name really isn't isn't holding up at all. Oh, uh, uh, the boys. Yeah. Yeah. The squash. The squash blo- blossom. Uh, people. The squat. The squatches. The squatches. Squatch blossom. <laughs> yeah. So and then yeah, we went to Pagosa Springs. Uh, no offense if anyone's from there. Not my favorite place on the tour. Just uh, like the place itself was fine, and we got to stay in a cabin. But um, for two nights, but the, the place we played just wasn't that great. You know, it was one of those places where they you would want you to use their PA, and it was a piece of shit, so that was that was weird. I, I meant to take a picture of the graphic equalizer by the time I was done with it. like Swiss cheese. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. Just mashing stuff down. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. It looked, it looked pretty funny. We went to Creed, Colorado. Great town. Got uh, this place called Tommy Knocker Tavern. People were drinking with purpose there. Those, yeah, there's those Colorado a, people, man. I was going to say, there's a lot of beer. There's a lot of like microbreweries mm-hmm. up there and a lot of beer and drinking. I guess it's the altitude, too. These people, they're drinking to get drunk. There's a lot of pot up there, too, because it's basically legal, right? They yeah. decriminalized it. So yep. it's, that's uh, smelled, smelled some weed, that's for sure. That's a beautiful thing. I mean, yeah. that's, that's worth living in that state just because... That's a beautiful thing. You guys been been much time in uh, Colorado? I have. A little bit. Here and there. I think people from Colorado are fucking assholes. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You can't, you can't lump everybody in, well, in there. Well, okay, so my... I, I liken it... Uh, no, you can fin- finish first. My uncle and my cousin live there, and they're cool. Everyone else, though. Okay. Everyone else, bunch of fucking assholes. Or at least everyone else that you encountered. Right. Because we have some listeners in Colorado, and I'm sure they're really nice people. Well, okay. The jury's still <laughs> out on them. I liken, I liken it to people from Austin, in my, uh, in my opinion. They think that because they live there, they're better than you. Some people from Austin. Some people from Austin, right. yeah. They're probably better than me. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and say that. There's people like that everywhere. Yes, that, I think that's what the point that I'm getting at. But also, it's a... It's a real weird thing getting getting asked where you're from there and saying Texas, and people just kind of give you this look, and I'm like, well, because they they're lumping they're lumping all Texans into something like they immediately don't like me because I'm from Texas. So you got a lot of that, really, quite a bit. Man, that's that's a bummer, you know. And people from Texas can be that way too about people from other states, and mm-hmm. and it's statist. I I don't agree with that statism. No, I do not either. Those boundaries are are uh, they, they don't they don't exist to me. Yeah, you know, I I just I don't see that. I don't see other people's state. Yeah, know? I always like you know when people ask where I'm from and I'm like Illinois and they're like, oh, you're a Yankee, you know, down here and they're like, we, we won't hold it against you. And it's like, I have no fucking problem with it. Yeah, and <laughs> I know ET gets that a lot too. Being from Oklahoma, oh, yeah. and obviously Texas and Oklahoma, mm-hmm. there's there's uh, some rivalry there, but. I don't know. It's 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 very status and the statism is is uncalled for, I think. I'm I'm just I'm disappointed to hear that that there are so many statists in 
Colorado. It, tur- it turns me into one, right? Right. Now everyone knows. Everyone, everyone who listens <laughs> knows. I hate people from Colorado. Well, here's the thing about people from Colorado. A lot of people from Colorado are actually from California. And they came to Colorado and they fucking ruined it. <laughs> I swear to God. I, that's my theory. I they agree. came to Colorado and they ruined Colorado. They brought their yuppie shit in there. They brought all their fucking stupid shit into Colorado, which is a beautiful place. And it's not meant to, for places like Aspen and Vail and shit yeah, there's like a that. South Fuck Park, you. There's you a know? South Park episode about that, right? I don't know. Is there? I think there is. The thing is, in in uh, those four kids in South Park are pretty awesome. They don't seem like assholes. No, they're, they're cool. Yeah, that guy Cartman. Well, yeah, kind of sucks. <laughs> Good point. Three of them are cool. Um, the uh, really though the the major industry in Colorado is tourism, and they have a lot of prisons. Um, and they do a lot of government shit in Colorado, like nukes and bases and shit like that. And, and Denver makes money there. Yeah. So you know. They can. Uh, I think if you're gonna, if you're, if you're going to have tourism, then you should you should be nice to people. <laughs> and if you don't want to live in a place that has tourism, and you want to be, and you want the mountains all to yourself, go back to California and go to Northern California. <laughs> so I just I have one question. Did you, did you go to Denver at all? No, we stayed mostly Southern. Okay. I think we do better in the smaller towns because there's you know there's less to do. So you didn't get to tour the Denver airport, maybe go underground and see any of that? No, what's, what's going on over there? Denver airport is the craziest place on the face of the earth. We've I kind of like the airport. I like the, the podcast, airport uh, in and of, I mean, I haven't been underground. There, there's, what's underground? They allegedly, there's some uh, secret stuff going. Well, no, not necessarily squashes. <laughs> it's not really squatchy territory. It's probably more like uh, ex- extraterrestrial territory. Mm-hmm. And... and Possibly like some Illuminati, New World Order weird shit going on. Do you yeah. think? Do you think there's some space weed? Yeah, I yeah. think I think there's a lot of government research going on. I think they are probably developing some sort of new uh, biological weapon down there, and they're probably also growing some space weed. Mm. Cool on moon rocks. Possibly, I don't know. You know, I mean, there's, there's this is a, just specul. We're just speculating. There's a lot of theories out there, and uh, I'm still, I'm still doing my research on it. That that's why I was, I, I was going to ask. I thought maybe you might have uh, gotten some information on this. No, I did get to. We we did get off the grid for the fourth. We went to uh, Antonito. This is also very very southern Colorado, uh, Rio Grande National Forest, and the place we hang out at is called uh, Rocky Mountain Lodge. Eight miles off paved road. Um, I couldn't. I hope you guys didn't text me happy fourth because my phone was was getting no. I service. didn't text any. I don't do that. I no. sent you so many text messages, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Grady, what an asshole! A good, good thing you didn't get him because he was like he he was laying into you like you fucking mother. Yeah, you know? yeah. You'll, you pro- you'll probably mother. you'll probably get him in a couple of days. My yeah. phone's pretty old, and okay. it like sends them really slow. So. I could have made a landline uh, phone call to you, and you could have just read them to me. We'll do that next time. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so anyway, got to get off the grid a little bit. That was nice. And stay in a cabin and, uh, you know, catch critters. Uh, my buddy Austin, the fiddle player from uh-huh. who, who played uh, Peggio with Great us. Great fiddle player, yeah. He's, um, he's really good at, at snagging critters. So, we, you know, we, uh, we set a trap to catch a chipmunk. He dug his way out before we could do anything with him. I don't think we were going to. You know, Are you gonna eat a chipmunk? No, we were thinking we would like maybe during at the show that night we would 
we would like during the last song just release him, you know, and 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 freak some people out. Um, yeah, chipmunks are awesome. Chipmunks are awesome. They're like the cool squirrels. Yeah, and they're really easy to catch. We did the old, you know, propped a box up with a stick and tied a string to it, put some corn chips under there. Classic. Yeah, snagged him, man. Classic. He just, we just forgot to put a floor in the trap. You so understand? how many chipmunks did you end up eating? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I saw him catching snakes, garter snakes. Yeah, yeah. He's That's not the way. I don't like to touch snakes or be around he's, them at all. I I uh I don't mind snakes. He can he just he's just like sees us. You're just like taking a walk, like a little nature walk, and he sees a snake and grabs it and is like, oh yeah, she's pretty. Oh, and just is he like is he like live action? <laughs> and then he eats it. <laughs> no, he he's a uh, catch and release guy. Okay. okay, and uh, we caught a couple lizards. Um, I can't remember the names of them. We all and all the we we claim that they're all boxcar mascots. And they're all named Cinnamon. So we, we kind of number them. I think we're up to Cinnamon 11 or 12 by now. Okay. Are you guys getting photos of these as you... Yeah, as you, or, you know, typically. Capture them, some mug shots. Yeah, yeah. Just so we and can have is, the memory. This is just a way to pass the time. Oh, yeah. And uh, when we're not kicking a hack or throwing a frisbee or playing bluegrass music... Trapping then, uh, critics. You know that Rocky Mountain... Tell me his way out anywhere Rocky Mountain Tell me his way out anywhere Yeah, you know I got so many women's out there Tell right now I don't know who I love the best You know I got out of me out there I got Katie me too Thinking about them women's every day It keep me so blue Rocky Mountain Yeah man, uh, being on tour is fun But it, it's, uh, it makes you appreciate home Definitely So uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a blast I love touring the Southwest I'll do it anytime I think we should do it I know we do, but I don't understand. Here's something to think about. How do you do it and not lose your ass? The thing about the, the Southwest is they'll guarantee money typically. Not a lot, but... And then there's a lot of... Like I was saying, you go to, go to the smaller towns where there's... You might be the only band playing in town that night. Right. And so if people want to go hear music... They, you know, they, they kind of don't have a choice. Do you guys sell uh, a lot of merch? Yeah. Yeah, because that's then, another way you can make money. On yeah. Doing those. Put out a tip jar. People, you know, just just give you money. They don't even want anything for it. And how many people did you have to rob? <laughs> I'd rather not say. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But but a handful, probably. A couple I'm, of gas stations, I'm here, sure. I'm, I'm holding holding up a number, my yeah. fingers right now, so all wow. you guys know, but I don't want to. I didn't expect that many, but okay. Yeah. yeah. So only had to kill this many. Okay. Okay. That's reasonable. Well, sometimes they retaliate. What Collateral do? damage, yeah. you know? That shit has to happen sometimes to get by. How else are you going to feed your band? I don't know. Stay at home and teach music lessons, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen the Shark Wrangler show? No, I haven't. It's crazy. 
It sounds crazy. So they get great white sharks and they put them, they lead them, they fish for them, they hook them and lead them up onto this ramp. And they basically do, it's like an alien abduction, what they do to us. Shut the fuck up. They fucking tag them. They put, <laughs> they put, <laughs> they, I swear to God, it's nuts, dude. They put, uh, you know, put a transmitter on probe. them. No, they, they do all that shit. I bet they do. They cut, cut them open and put them in the GPS thing and sew them back together. Fuck. To learn more about these. To, it's it's really for conservation because they're trying to figure out exactly where they go and to protect those areas. You right. Know, well, and, that's, and that's what the aliens are doing for us. It's really for human conservation. <laughs> and it's just to track where you're going and to make sure that everything's okay. And Yeah. Well, that's what they'll try to tell you. But, right. But, you know, if I see a gray come into my room, the first thing I'm doing is reaching for my axe. You know, there's like certain sharks in the shark community who are like, no, dude, they will take you and they will put this shit up your ass and put a tracker in you. I'm serious. It Look happened, at this scar. It happened to me, man. And the other sharks are like, this, this dude is nuts. Yeah, check out this motherfucker over here. And then, and then he's like, no. Dude, I went and saw this octopus, and he put me in uh, for regression hypnotherapy, and I remembered the entire thing. <laughs> oh, man. Is the octopus like the... Uh, Psychiatrist. Yeah. Much like the owl. Yeah. <laughs> the octopus is... Uh, octopi are the wise ones of the sea. The owl of the sea. Yeah. yeah. That's well known. That's well known. It's well documented. Yeah. Wow. So is this a new show? Yeah, it's a new show. It's on... I think it's, it's either Discovery or History. I'm thinking History. Okay. But it's pretty it's pretty fierce. It sounds like it. Yeah. I mean, we're talking mass abductions of great whites. Wow. So do the great whites ever like bite anybody? Is it, They is, try to fuck people up, but they can't like cuz any motherfuckers ever like lose once, any limbs? No, once you get them out of the water, they can't really do much. You got to be careful when you're taking the hook out and, you know. Right, cuz they might get one of your digits. Yeah, exactly. One of your bananas. Or they could take your entire arm. Yeah. Shark have a lot of teeth. Shark have like multiple rows of teeth. Yeah. I mean, and that's some people really don't understand. Some people just don't understand how many teeth sharks have. Actually, most people do. But <laughs> the thing is, is that sharks could easily bite you in half, these great whites. If they yeah. get a hold of your torso, they just shake it, you're fucking... Because they're pretty big. This, yeah. is, this is not like a, like a 10-pound shark. No, 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 no. These are big. These are These things are... You know, 12, 15 foot long. Yeah. Big old, big sharks. 75, 80 pounds, easy. <laughs> <laughs> you could mount it on your wall if you have a really big wall. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Is this like that alligator show where swamp people, didn't one of those guys die? Did they? I think so. That uh, makes sense. I think one of them died. Like from, from a gator? I think from a gator. I'm not sure, but. Whoa. I haven't we'll heard have about this. Research that. Yeah. Maybe. When did when did you hear about this? A month or so ago. Is this like some banter going on at TMS or <laughs> is it like TMZ kind of? But yeah, we sit around and talk about Discovery Channel, History Channel, you know. TMS. Uh, we're talking about History Channel. I'm a big fan of Pond Pond. What is it? Pond Shots. You're stars. big. You're a big fan. You don't big even know fan. the name of the yes. fucking show. <laughs> yeah, right. Look, I first I put Swamp People, and the first thing that came up was Swamp People Death. Exactly. Really. See? So the American Pickers show. Really, American Pickers, that's really good. It bothers me. Every wow. time I see it, 
I think it's going to be a bluegrass show. Did you see the... <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not... Nah, he died of natural causes. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Bummer, huh? That's not that doesn't equal That's ratings. Not That's not a juicy story. Yeah. Natural cause, but see, if if a gator kills you, that's natural, right? Well, that's about as natural as it gets. If your job maybe it was is, stress is uh, wrestling gators and you die wrestling a gator, that's pretty natural. Yeah, that's yeah. Occupational hazard. It's yeah. kind of like if you get murdered and you're a drug dealer. Or I was going to say uh, a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of see it coming. Hey, it's just one of the... You're, if you're like a guy who kills people for a living, you're kind of always looking over your shoulder for somebody to come kill you. The downside you know? to that job. Right. You that, know? That's why I don't go around killing people. Right. That's why I don't wrestle gators. <laughs> exactly. Uh, kill I people. I don't abduct sharks. No. I, haven't, I haven't done that in years. No. There's just certain things that I think it's a good idea to stay away from. And, if you want to stay alive. Well, yeah, I guess some people are fucking nuts and yeah. they're they're going to go make a TV show called American Pickers that's not about bluegrass music, you know. They're just crazy. I hope they die. There are crazy people out there. Did you see last week where they were trying to write a song in their little picking van? They were down in Louisiana doing blues pickings and uh they were trying to write a blues what? song. Whoa. What is is this a show that's actually about bluegrass music? <laughs> it's about picking, not about bluegrass. You're confused. Con- you confused the Starfire. Oh, you're yeah. still talking about the um, the the false show called American Pickers that's about antique. But hold right. on, though. It sounds right. like they're actually they're, bringing they it may around. Maybe merging the two. Ah, maybe. Okay, so I I tweeted about this a while back. So maybe they saw my tweet and they've decided start to singing, make it about bluegrass and one less the, about old stuff. One of the producers came running in, like with your, with you know, yeah. holding his phone in your tweet, like I fucking told you, assholes! I fucking told you, people were gonna think it was about bluegrass music. Starfire's pissed. <laughs> One less viewer. This guy's awesome. What are we gonna do? Look at his other tweets. This guy's hilarious. I know. He coined the phrase. That's not science. That's just killing a monkey. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's. it's I'm a powerful force in the world of Twitter. Oh, sure. you gotta look out for that kind of shit. Are you are you on the on the Twitter, Captain Gillyweed? Absolutely. So you're oh. able to get a signal out there on your on your ship. I haven't even asked you about uh, being a pirate. How is how is that? Really good. Well, you know, I just got back from the beach. So another two weeks on the Hilton Head Island. Arr. Exactly. What's your uh, t- Twitter handle? You want to give it out? Yeah, sure. It's just David underscore Gilligan. 
Dave, well, we already know your email, so it's yeah, you not, already know my email. <laughs> David underscore Gilligan. I think that's an underscore. That little line, right? It's an underscore. That's an underscore. Yeah, it's I whatever think, you want to call it. I mean, it's pretty line. simple. Little line, David. Little line, Gilligan. <laughs> low, be, low line. Low line. It used to be like Road Manager Gilligan, but I changed it. Just make it simple. Right. You don't want to confuse people. No, and I had to take a break from Twitter for like three or four months. So court ordered. Pretty much. Yeah. Alcohol ordered. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, that was crazy. That was not good. Isn't there some stuff where, um, like, I think it's an app you can get where after a certain hour, if you're trying to, like, you know, text or tweet or text your ex-girlfriend or get on Facebook, it makes you do, it makes you play, like, five games to, like, tell if you you should be using your... sobriety test. (laughs) Like, I have got to get that. Yeah. I, uh, if anyone knows what that is, uh, please send it to us. Uh, tweet Starfire. Yeah, some, somebody will let us know. That could help many, many people in this industry. Yeah, yeah, That's, uh, including me, number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. What what will they think of next in the future? I think Facebook's gonna die. I think it is too. Facebook is way too much now. Way too much. It's too. See, I, I never even got into the whole Facebook thing, so mm-hmm. I don't know enough about it. I'm, but I'm I'm going to I'm waiting till nobody else is on it and then I'm gonna, so you're just starting up your MySpace page. Well, I, I'm still waiting for that to go out of style. <laughs> then <laughs> I'm gonna get a MySpace. Once Facebook goes out of style, I'll get one of those. Okay, and then you guys can contact me through my Facebook. I mean, it's really all about Twitter right now. Twitter's away, yeah. and and Instagram. I, I haven't gotten into this Instagram thing. Right. Is that an app? Do I have to download it? Yeah. Okay. Do it. It is the way. You just take pictures and then like edit your pictures? Yeah, edit your pictures, but it's also like Twitter where you comment. You say where, what it is. It's just like Twitter except you're taking a picture of things too. Okay. It's more interesting. It is. And then you can link it to Facebook. Twitter, yeah, and Twitter. And all Wayne Coyne is my favorite person on Twitter. I could just look at his tweets all day long. Yeah, he's great. He's, he takes the best pictures. Every picture that he takes looks like something that Wayne Coyne would take a picture of. And which is coincidental i'm sure you know but <laughs> my favorite is uh on uh, instagram is my friend daniel huffman new fumes he's just got he isn't in, he's uh involved with the flaming lips as well but he's always taking pictures of really cool uh shit really you know like he just got an eye for it he's like that looks weird or oh i can make this look weird yeah he's just he's just got it wayne quinn likes to take pictures of like dead bugs Dead birds, dead squirrels, dead, dead all sorts of stuff. Yeah, well, you know, as a world record holder, multiple world record holder, I think, uh, you know, uh, that you, you have to be a person like that who just... Oh, yeah. You're, you're, he's a genius. Yeah, he is a genius. You got to be interesting to have a world record. Well, yeah. I don't have very many of them. I've mm-hmm. only got a couple. Yeah. you get there, man. Yeah, I'm working on it. You're a genius in training. A genius, <laughs> a genius apprentice. You will, you will eventually become a white wizard. I'm waiting for it. It hasn't happened yet. But. Um, I got exciting shit, man. I have What's a it? vinyl record. What do you got? RTB2. Oh! Beautiful. That's fucking awesome. Artwork by Tony Ferraro. Can't see the back. That's a... Here, uh, just pull it out of there. That's a, te- that's a test pressing underneath. I'm taking these to JC's, uh, but I didn't want to leave them in the, in the car. It will. Uh, the heat has a has an adverse effect on vinyl. Right. So this is a a new record, new RTB two record. Uh, the title is 
Two. Two. So is it your second one? It's our second full length. Yeah. Awesome. And since two is already in the name, we think that's funny. Yeah. Right. RTB2. Two. Two. Nice. So when, when is the official release for this? We're, uh, we're talking to uh, our people about it. We're looking at uh, September 4th and doing some sort of uh, extravaganza uh, the Sunday before Labor Day, so, uh, September 2nd. It'll be this year. Doing something at Dan's, several, several bands, all the, all the family. So when can I download this online for free? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to, uh, I was going to uh, give you a CD uh, with uh, you know, a little bit of cooperation on your part that maybe you'd rip it, give it to Charlie, rip it, give it to E.T., so I'm going to be the person to put it out for free online. Yeah, it's, that's your job. Okay. Yeah. So everyone go to Starfire's Media Fire. Yeah, or, or just email me, and, uh, and I'll, I'll get you a copy. Email, email Gilly. <laughs> yeah, talk to my people. <laughs> so yeah, man, vinyl record. Well, Exciting that's cool, shit. man. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Well, so that are wasn't the, bullshit. It's like a tiny record. Are there any songs that we could play off of this for the song of the week? Um, yeah. If we if Ten. we give people a, a sneak peek of the record, yeah. My favorite is the first one on side two, Brown Star. Okay. Um, that's my current favorite, but I, I love them all, man. That's well, let's check it. Let's check it out. I'm gonna listen. I think we're all gonna listen to. The first song. So I'm gonna open this. This is this is go time right here. Oh yeah, man. This is this is happening live on the radio. Go time. Actually, you owe me ten bucks, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you on open. You know I can't afford. And that. that's about you have what a the card machine. That's about what the labels look like. Yeah, that's nice. I like it. And it's one hand. I guess is A in sign language. The other is is B. So for for the like on the record, it's not both. Obviously, it's you have one for side A, one for side B. Yeah. Right. That the CD, you can't flip it over. Yeah, there's they only one side on that. They haven't come up with that technology yet, haven't they? Though, <laughs> I don't know. There's a you can buy like a DVD. It has the movie on the one oh, side no shit. and a CD oh, yeah. on the other side. That's old school. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna check this one out. First song on side two, Brown Star, as Grady said earlier. Check it out, bitch.
That was badass. Yes. Very cool, man. Yeah, that was really badass. Fun album to make, man. We did uh, recorded with Stuart Sykes, did the uh, Van Leer Rose stuff, and I think a couple of the early White Stripes records. Cat and, Power. Uh, Cat Power. Okay, yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he's a great guy to work with. He works down in Dallas, and um, he's cool. He's cool. He gets it. It sounds great. And you guys mixed it at the Echo Lab? Yeah. Still with him, though. Right on. Echo Lab, which is right here in Denton, Texas. Yeah, or Argyle, well. as it were. <laughs> well, that's debatable. <laughs> that's debatable. <laughs> I'm going to have to check the city limits. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm proud of it. It's, a, it's funny. I was just listening to that, and uh, we recorded that in like February and March of last year. Mm-hmm. And, Sounds uh, like what we did, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so we're uh, yeah, it should make us all feel better about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> right. It just takes a while. That's yeah, understandable. Hey, it does. And so, like he and I, Ryan and I, relearn this stuff. We just perform it as the duo, you know. And so we learn. There's like a part in there that's longer. Like we learn. We have have learned it differently now. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. You guys have some pretty complicated arrangements and uh, some. Strange rhythms. The the drummer in that band is crazy. Oh so, man, yeah, love him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a uh, it. Ryan really like, you know, comes up with a lot of the ideas and like a lot of the the weird stuff. Kind of a Captain Beefheart sort yeah. of influence, and right. and um, I just try and make them. I I I think I'm I'm always trying to rein them back in. <laughs> you know, like like not not change them, but play them in a way like. He's got a great style, and it's yeah. definitely his own, his own unique style. I think if you're going to be playing something in an odd time signature, it should people should still be able to nod their head to it. Exactly, like uh, yes. like money, you know. Like, oh uh, yeah, something like that where you don't even notice that that it's in seven. You yeah, know? that's a that's a great one. I've been teaching my students uh, some odd time stuff. I need to remember money. Money, money is a great one. And then at some point in the song, they go into four four. Yeah. And then they go back into seven. And so like the solo section is like boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, all that's boom, in four boom. or eight or yeah. however you want to count it. But but then, yeah, then it goes back into seven. And so it's a really good one for feeling different time signature change. Also at the beginning, the the cash register thing is five. Yeah. See, so you're I, hearing like five and seven at once. It's yeah, crazy, that's man. a confusing rhythm on that one. I love that. If you want to learn five, you just listen to Take Five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. Genius. Who's the drummer on that? Charlie. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I think he's at, he passed away this year. I don't think it's Brubeck. No. <laughs> that would be crazy. I'm pretty sure he's playing piano. So he is playing percussion. Yes. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> he's in the rhythm section. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, folks. It's uh fifty first podcast. Yeah, it's been been fun having you here. And so we'd like to thank Gilligan, Captain Gillyweed, for joining us today. It was a pleasure. Yes, nice to meet you, you for Gilligan. having me. Nice to meet you. I have yeah. a new follower I see on Twitter. Oh yeah. Already. Good to see Follow, you. Followed again. you back. Hey, I'm just saying, uh, I think it's gonna take gonna off like take wildfire. Off. I'm gonna have I expect to have a hundred new followers after this. Yeah, you know, just from this podcast, you're you're your Twitter is probably going to explode. It, it, it might actually, it might actually bring the entire site of Twitter down. <laughs> yeah, it might break the internet. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I've already sent them an email ahead of time so they could get their backup servers ready. Yeah, because it's going to be record fast. It's just going to be yeah. coming in. It's gonna. I've noticed you already got one new follower. I did. So, so. shit has already started. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what, my, that's what Live Air can do for you, right? It's not even. It's not even out yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, we'll have to do it again. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Oh we'll, yeah. Tune in next week, folks. We got a great show planned for you. It's gonna be a lot, a lot of fun. Got a lot of stuff planned. It's gonna be fucking exciting. See y'all. For producer James the Robot, technical engineer Nikola Tesla, and your host Starfire on the Mountain and Charlie Shafter, this has been another episode of You Can't See Us. Thank you.